It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. some intangibles that those projections failed to take into consideration. The crowd was going crazy. There's not much in life that's better than that. You're listening to Garlic Fries and Baseball Guys with Mark Willard and Joe Shasky on the 95.7 The Game Podcast Network. Okay, here we are. Next episode, Garlic Fries and Baseball Guys. Joe Shasky, Mark Willard, Giants 19-12 and 12 sweep the Rockies. I remember the last time you and I sat down and talked. Uh, there was a little bit of fear. There was some relief that they had beaten the Cardinals a couple times. Turns out it's just a ho-hum five-and-two homestand, and the Giants have a record that is one game better than what it was at this time last year. I mean, Mark, I feel really good about the big-time sweep against the Colorado Rockies. We know that the Rockies aren't anything special, but you still got to handle business. And I just think it was a great week for the combination of pitching getting right and hitting getting right and guys coming back. Lamont Wade Jr., uh, Darren Ruff looks so much better. Joey Bart gets a big hit. Crawford with a home run. And then Alex Cobb putting together a really nice start. I'm very encouraged with that. Alex Wood getting off the schneid. I feel very good in Giants landmark. Yeah, the starting rotation, I think, had a really, really nice week. Now, the Colorado Rockies, when they are not at home, average 2.75 runs per game anywhere, let alone coming to uh, a pitcher's park like Oracle Park. But still, that said, yeah, very, very sort of uh, calming week for the starting rotation. Wood looks good again. Cobb now a couple outings in a row. Yeah. Uh, Junis being added into this fold uh, until De Sclafani is ready to go. I think all of those things felt really good. And we'll get to the lineup in a second, but the other part about the Rockies is you and I talked last week about, boy, the NOS looks like it's the best division in baseball. Everybody's got a winning record. It's still really solid, mm -hmm. but how does the Rockies coming in and looking like they always do in San Francisco sort of change your view on the overall NL West, if at all? Well, I, I just think the Rockies, I don't view as a legitimate threat to the, to the San Francisco Giants at any point. I mean, I put them in the same bucket as a lot of teams right now. Overachieving. Let's see how this thing continues to play out. I mean, Mark, you just watched them for three days. They got a lineup with six, seven guys I never even heard of. Yeah. We all know who Charlie Blackman is. I can't name any of these other guys. And so, yeah, to me, they're pretenders. And this was a get-right series for the Giants. I mean, it really was for me. I can name one other Colorado Rocky in the lineup. His name is Connor Joe. Hold, <laughs> hold that thought. Hold that thought because I want to get to my I man Connor Joe in a little bit. But you said this off the top. I thought here's the other thing, and this yeah. is in the Giants' favor after uh, the losing seven of eight, mm. and we're watching guys come in and out that we've never heard of. And I think for fans, when you use injuries as an excuse, it's not that it's not a valid excuse. It just kind of exhausts everybody. It's tiring. It's like, okay, yeah. because what team doesn't deal with injuries? you got to find a way 
to hack your way through it. And the Giants did that at an unbelievable rate last year. So when they're not hitting for a week and you go, well, but there's no belt and there's no Wade and there's no Longoria, it feels like a tired excuse. But man, did you see or feel how different everything was the second Lamont Wade is, is right there at the top of the order. Yaz is also back, and he's had a really good week. Uh, Belt is back. Even though Longo has only been back for one game, and it, it didn't look that great. Uh, but Wade uh, had a uh, – I think he went four for 12 since he's been yeah. back. He had a home run on Mother's Day. But there's just a presence, again, in the lineup that felt really, really good. And, and, it, and it looked good. It looked good in the box score, too. Yeah, they, they don't have a traditional leadoff man right now. Like, I love Mikey Yaz. I just don't think he's a leadoff guy. Like, to me, I, I want him probably driving in runs. But the way Lamont Wade works a count early in the game and then finds something to drive, I just love his at-bats right now. I, I, I love his presence out there. And, and he's absolutely an integral part of what they want to do at some point. And you just forgot about him. Like the way it ended last year, he was so quiet in the playoffs and got subbed out because of some of the platooning situations. They desperately needed him. And look, I know Evan Longoria returning. You know, he didn't knock anybody's socks off yesterday, striking out with runners on early in his first at bat. But Wilmer Flores needs some time off. This guy, you cannot run him into the ground. And Wilmer is basically leading the Giants in a million statistical categories. I want to ask you about a guy who I've been very critical of. What about Darren Ruff batting 429 over his last seven games? Yeah. What a positive sight coming out of this week. No, he's starting to look more normal. And, and I'll be honest with you, even when it was getting really hard to watch, mm-hmm. I really wasn't worried about Ruff. I take my cues from the organization. They're, they've never been concerned yeah. about Darren Ruff. He's going to hit. We knew that he had a lot of loud outs. Now he's starting to get some soft hits. Those things even out over time. But he also, yeah, he just looks more comfortable. I think for him, you know, he's such a home run hitter that until he had something other than a goose egg in the home run column, you know, it might have been in his head a little bit. He's probably yeah. trying to yank a few out of there. And whether it's a humidor, dead ball, thick air in April and May of San Francisco, I don't know. But he just couldn't get one over the fence. And once he finally did, it feels like the floodgates open. But the other piece of the lineup, and this is maybe the bigger issue for everybody to figure out now going forward, I mean, what do you do about Joey Bart? The, 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 the Giants do not have any other options. Great to see him on Wednesday. Thank he God. RBI hit, shot up the middle, but he's still multiple strikeout game mm-hmm. again. And we've reached a different point, which is that now, because you can't hide from it, Mm-mm. the organization is speaking publicly to it. They're saying, look, you guys see what we see. There's too many strikeouts. Uh, Kirk Caselli, I, I, who, by the way, is healthier this year than he was last year, is the only other option. And instead of a 65-35 split, I think we rightly, at least for the time being, need to see a little bit more of a 50-50 split. I'm not ready to give up on the guy by any stretch. No. He's been really good behind the plate. Um, but, you, you know, you can't have – those empty at bats at the bottom of the lineup each and every game. And, and the lineup has played better when Casali is in it for guys with qualified at bats, meaning the, the, the minimal amount of, of at bats per game. 
he has one of the highest strikeout rates in Major League Baseball heading into today. I don't know if that's changed at all, but it's been horrific, close to 50%, basically. And the, the problem is, is he looks overpowered at the plate. I mean, the, the base hit, the RBI single, it was like, oh, thank God, the yeah. dam's breaking here. I do think with Belt back, with Lamont Wade back, with Yaz in the lineup, Longoria now back, it does take a lot of the focus away from him, but it doesn't change the fact that they're going to have to go to more of a 50-50 split. And with Casale having basically it was a three-hit game the other day, yeah. raising his average from below the Mendoza line to almost 260, yeah, he deserves an opportunity. I'm still a believer. You have to earn these at-bats, Joey Bart. I know you're the second overall pick. We cannot waste games for you figuring it out. So something's got to give here. Well, he's struck out in 47% of his plate appearances, not his at-bats. So Ugh. pretty much half the time he goes to the plate, it ends in a Yuck. strikeout. Here's what I'd love to see from Joey. And, and you know, look, I'm not a hitting coach, but yeah. it seems to me it's 0-2 after two pitches uh. every time. Every time. And that hit that he got uh, in the final game of the Rockies series was the first hit he's gotten in an 0-2 count all year long. And I think pitchers know. Uh, they wanted him to be more selective at the plate, but now he's erring on, on, too far on the side of caution. Mm -hmm. He's taking everything, so the pitcher is up there stealing strike one every time. I'd love to see Joey get a little bit more aggressive again mm -hmm. early in the count because they're throwing the ball right down the middle on him every, every time. Yeah, you're 100% correct. Jump on something. I mean, pick something out and jump on it. There, there's no doubt he needs to make an adjustment. I guess my question is, is there anybody in the minors? Because we saw our back who can play multiple positions. We, we've seen a couple different guys. We know Bailey somewhere in that elite double A currently. Um, is there somebody else that maybe they would bring up and put them on a seven-day IL to just give them a breather? Like, you think that's an option, or do you think they're just going to roll this thing out? I, I, I don't see it as an option right now, except for, as we know, with this team, um, it's not just who's in their farm system. It's who's in anybody's farm system because they acquire people and then let them go That's almost every day. So there's always an option. I just don't think there's an obvious one right now. There is not someone who's ready down in the minors. And, and I, I, I think that they would probably hesitate with your suggestion as far as like, give him a break. Um, I, you know, I, I think time to sit there and think about where, where he is, is probably a bad thing. <laughs> He needs to keep getting up to the plate and have some positive reinforcement. But you're right in that it's risky, you know, because that can snowball very, very quickly. We've gotten to a point where it's not just, hey, he's struggling. We've gotten to a point where you're risking embarrassment. You know, yeah. the whole stadium now, when Joey goes up, you're like, oh, God, is he going to strike out? Is it 0-2 right away? And watching him make that walk from the batter's box back to the dugout after yet another strikeout, it's uncomfortable right now. Well, and let's call it what it is. If he's not going to be a player for this organization, well, now, and I hate using this term when it comes to players, but now he is an asset that's depreciating in value. And so, you know, I don't know how many teams are coveting, you know, Joey Bart in a trade. So it's, Dare I say we're entering what I call the Mac Williamson, Gary Brown zone, where he's probably too good to play in the minors, but nowhere near good enough to play in the majors. And there's not a lot of value on the open market for them to just next door him. You know, hey, right. we've got we've got this guy for 100 bucks here. If you can come pick it up and take it off my hands. Like, I think they're in a really tough spot here. They are, except for, you know, we go, what's their option? And I, I, I mean, their option is Kirk Casale. 
Like this team can win with Kirk Casale. They've done it constantly. Um, and, and you're watching their offensive numbers uh, flourish again. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're second in the National League right now in their runs per game. So, you know, behind, of course, the Dodgers. But we've watched it since he arrived. Um, maybe it wouldn't work if you were doing it five times a week instead of two. But this team has been very, very good, very effective with Kurt Casale behind the plate. So, to me, you just keep moving that number, you know? Yeah. Instead of 65-35, get it to 55-45. And quite frankly, if it doesn't start getting better, it flips eventually to 65-35 in the other direction. Well, in full disclosure here, you know, I had him on my fantasy team. And after one week, I was feeling great. And yep. Uh, your boy has sat him for the last two weeks. So that's where we're at right now. And it's getting to drop status. Yeah, that's a sit and stash right now. <laughs> and, and, you know, until you need a roster spot, I get it. By the way, speaking <laughs> of roster spots, before we leave anything Colorado Rockies related. Yes, yes. I just have to say this. And I know that for some people, this will make you roll your eyes. Mm-hmm. But can I just stand up for my man Farhan one more time and tell you, Farhan was right when it comes to Connor Joe. He became a punchline. He became who's that? He became the poster child for no move too small. Farhan, that's your opening day left fielder. And because of the pressure, because of the situation in that time, the Giants had to quickly move on and mm-hmm. let Connor Joe go. But let's take a look at what has happened since then. First of all, as a Rocky, both last year and this year, he's now uh, he he hit 287, uh, 376, 470. That's his full slash line. Very very strong. He is now a fixture at the top of their lineup. He is playing a solid first base. We know he's an outfielder slash infielder, so very very slick to have him over at first base. Um, and oh by the way. Uh, He beat testicular and lung cancer since he left the Giants during that 2020 shortened season, three rounds of chemo. And now he's sitting there doing what he's doing. So first of all, it's a great, great story. But even though it sort of took a minute, Mm -hmm. go back to why he was there. Farhan saw something. Yeah, he was right. I mean, I was using the next door analogy, the way he picks up people and finds these gems, these antiques, like he's antique road shopping. It's pretty impressive And to come back from any kind of cancer, let alone multiple varieties of cancer and to do what he's doing from a human interest standpoint. I mean, even the the Olympics would love to have a little taste of this particular story. And you got to be pulling for him. He's got great hair. I mean, the lettuce is incredible. Great hair. Yeah. Would have fit in nicely with the giants, by the way, where was that lettuce when he was playing for the Giants? He had the weird batting yeah. stance. He didn't quite have the lettuce. Maybe if he'd had the lettuce, it would have worked out a little bit longer. 